In the dark days of World War II, the Nazi High Command ordered its scientists to create a top-secret race of indestructible zombie stormtroopers. Unliving, unfeeling, unstoppable monstrosities that killed with their bare hands. They were known as the Death Corps. No member of this horrific SS unit was ever captured by the Allied forces, and somewhere off the coast of Florida, they have survived. Peter Cushing, Brooke Adams, and John Carradine star in this suspenseful and genuinely creepy shocker, co-written and directed by Ken Widerhorn, one of the great horror sleepers of the 1970s. Although the film's original negative mysteriously disappeared over 20 years ago, Shockwaves has now been transferred from the director's own vault print and digitally restored for this premiere DVD release. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here are you B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week, as we continue through Paul's choice of a zombie Nazi month or Nazi zombie month or whatever the fuck way you want to iterate that, we're taking a look at the 1977 film Shockwaves. You know, about Nazi zombies in the ocean. Now, this particular copy was released by Blue Underground, who in the early 2000s released a whole lot of lesser known horror movies. Um leading to a lot of people watching a lot of shitty things that they never should have been able to see. Like Shockwaves, for example. Yeah, okay, so I know this was my movie my movie month, and I picked Zombie Nazis, and, you know, I, I, I'm, I might be regretting it after this last film. There's, I, I don't think we have much to say about it. Um, well, fuck, about, I don't, I don't about, even want to talk about this. How about we condense our review instead of like you know giving three on our technical difficulties? Let's let's give the top and the bottom, you know, so so on and so forth. What do you say? That sounds good to me. And um, I think we both have the same um, a movie companion, so that'll give us something to talk about more than this movie, which I've already pretty much forgotten. So. You've heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Let's dive right into the shit with our technical difficulties. The top and bottom one thing of this film. Um, what was what was the worst thing about this film? Um, the only way any of the zombie Nazis killed anybody was by drowning them, and that was really lame. Really, really lame. So, uh, for me, the, the bottom thing was uh, the way to kill these Nazi zombies was to take off their goggles. In the sun. And somehow that melted them. Yeah, it was equally as dumb. I mean, I haven't seen a worse way to kill a zombie other than, you know, letting them vote kills them. So, uh... Democracy I, kills. I, I guess, on to the top. Uh, Paul, what, what was the, the, the best thing in this movie for you? Um, well, I like the fact that Peter Cushing was in it, and this is also the same year that Star Wars A New Hope came out. So, you know, good on him. That's pretty awesome. Um, uh, I would have to say there is a scene in this movie where, uh, the zombie Nazis are stalking them around this old abandoned hotel. And, uh, this one woman like hears a noise. She turns around, stares at a wall for like two seconds and this then decides to stab the wall. And it is just the funniest fucking thing in the whole movie in this movie. That's not a comedy. And like, it's just one of those things like what, what the fuck why did she just stab that wall and i just started laughing and, and you know that just that just made this this that made this movie a little more tolerable for me it was like they she knew she was supposed to do something but they didn't tell her like what what the next scene was so she just stabs a door because she knew she had to do something and they forgot to edit it out 
I, I'm going to assume that's what happened in this movie. So, yeah, um, the, the, the best part is something that probably should not have been in this movie. And Peter Cushing, of course. Yeah, Peter Cushing would have been a solid number two for me. But uh, I digress. Um, you know, normally we have a quote war, but uh, there's, I think there's a notepad around here with some quotes, aren't there? All right, yeah, I jotted down a few. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, sweet. So let's have ourselves a little old-fashioned quote war. All right, I'll go first in this one. I'm going to speak to the captain about this. Here, some cool liquid for you. And that ends our edition of this edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie, please let us know in the comments. Let us know who won this episode's edition of Quote War. Or if there was any dialogue that was actually meaningful in this film. Because I sure as hell couldn't find it. Alright, so I guess that leaves us with our final take, doesn't it? Oh, oh yes, and our final take, remember friends, is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 7 out of 10. I gave it a 7 out of 10 as well. So, um, Shockwaves is about Nazi zombies and people on a boat who crash on an island. And they die because, you know, zombie Nazis kill people. The end. Yeah. Uh, Shockwaves. It was dumb. I don't know why it was called Shockwaves. Um, Sub-aqua zombies who or may or may not be zombies. I don't fucking know. It was dumb and it should have never been made and I don't know why I wasted my time with it. That's about it. Well, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie that we review an A-movie companion and tell you why these are the same movies, just of different standards and caliber. And this time, we both have the same A-movie companion, which we will now be talking about because over you know, Electroshock. Shockwave, or Shockwave is, is, it? is about zombie Nazis who were once stormtroopers. Well, there's a movie that recently came out, and it has lots of stormtroopers in it. And that happens to be Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. We can't, we can't help it, friends. We, 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 we've been trying not to talk about it, but we just have to. Yeah, there's a lot to break down on that one, and it's a lot more fun to talk about than um, Shockwave or Electric Shot, whatever the fuck this movie was. Um, so, yeah, w- w- what do you want to start with with um, the, f- with the um, Last Jedi? What the- it, 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 Okay, first off, let's start off with, okay, friends, this will be chock full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie and you still plan on seeing it, please tune out until you see the movie. Tune back in and listen to us bitch about it. That being said, what what the fuck? The, the whole movie is absolutely nothing happening until something happens, which is like the last 30 seconds of the film. Yeah, and e- almost everything that happened could have been avoided if the characters like communicated with each other, or used even the slightest bit of common sense. Or everything that happened was a fucking lie. Yeah, it was... There was no point to any of it, and... This this is one of the worst Star Wars movies ever made. I'm agreeing with the people that hated it. Like I mean, I haven't really liked any Star Wars films since um, that came after um, after Return of the Jedi. But this one was exceptionally bad for a lot of reasons. Well, let's let's start off. Let's let's pick it piece by piece. So the movie starts up, and Ray is 
on the island with Luke Skywalker. I think it starts up there, but we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about that. I think part there was first. a there's a battle in space or something. Oh yeah, who gives yeah, a fuck. the fucking space battle. Okay, so I mean, I understand this is like spacey times, and it was long, long ago, and they may have had advanced and yet not advanced technology at the same time. However, when they are dropping bombs on the the Super Star Destroyer, because that's what it was. It was a fucking Super Star Destroyer. Straight out of Episode 5, they just gave it a different fucking name. The Dreadnought. No, it's a fucking Super Star Destroyer. Stop trying to rename things and make it sound cooler or or make it bulkier and make it seem like it's better. No, fucking Super Star Destroyer. Isn't that what they did with uh, in... um the Force Awakens, where they just made a bigger version of the Death Star, the um, and they called it the Star Killer. That was it. Yeah, that was so fucking dumb. Anyway, so you know they're dropping bombs, and then when when the girl goes to drop bombs, like they open up the uh, the bottom of the ship, and there's no force field, there's no nothing which actually keeps the atmosphere inside the ship. How was she not just sucked out of the ship? How was she able to breathe? What the fuck? Where is the physics in Star Wars? Oh, this movie breaks a lot of physics. Remember, at one point, um, they actually do... um, uh, A hole is pierced through one of the um, resistance ships, and a bunch of people fly out. But Princess Leia manages to, I don't know, force save herself force and pull fly, herself back in fucking force like superman herself back into the fucking ship because you know she was such a well-trained jedi just like ray who like was able to do anything she wanted because you know okay, okay we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves uh, sorry, there's a lot to pitch about okay so so let's 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 go to the next the next plot point let's go to uh to fucking uh finn finn and rose okay so wait finn and who asian girl uh, Admiral Ackbar? No, no. Oh, wait, that he was died Fishman. Oh. Um, no, you, the, the mechanic girl. Oh, yeah, that one. The, the person that was, that was with Finn that wasn't Benicio Del Toro. The one who had, like, no character development except, like, some lame exposition scene. That's every character. Yeah, but this one in particular. Cause... So, anyway. So, you know, Finn and, and Rose decide to go on this mission to go and, like infiltrate the super star destroyer and you know deactivate codes and stuff and like they went to this planet to get this master code breaker failed at getting the master code breaker got benicio del toro instead because everybody knows benicio del toro you know you can trust him of course you know fucking wolf man and you know then they end up you know going to the star killer base and guess what fail in their fucking mission again. But, you know, it was all worth it because Rose saved the horse beasts. Oh, my God. That was such a dumb scene. So, yeah, they completely fail in their mission. But, you know, they I guess this is this planet full of, like, rich people, and they have a bunch of slaves. It's and, a casino planet. Yeah, it's a, casi- a whole planet that's basically Las Vegas. And so they sit, there are a bunch of these horse alien things, and, you know, they let one of them free. They goes, now our mission wasn't a failure. I'm like, it was a failure because not all your friends are going to get killed. But, you know, good thing you saved the fucking horse thing because, you know, that's what this is about. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, they tried to progress Rose's character, I guess, just by being like, I'm going to tell my story about how I was sold into slavery. And that's why I hate these kind of places. And that's going to give me a backstory and make people like me. But no, no, it gives no backstory. It tells you nothing about your character. And it's literally just there to take up time. 
Like, yeah. I felt like the whole chase scene was like fucking watch, watching the desolation of Smaug. Smaug. Whenever, you know, there's like 40 goddamn minutes of Smaug chasing the, the Bilbo through the cave, and he's like sliding around on gold and shit, and I'm like... What does this have to do with the movie? Yeah, it, fa- it was like, basically a video game you couldn't play, and it was really obnoxious oh to watch. God. Oh my god! And the, then the secret decoder, fucking force, <laughs> goddamn rebellion ring. It's, oh, I see. You drink the special. You eat the special rebellion uh, cereal that I do. It's okay, guys. I'm part of the rebellion. And she like moves this lever. That's that's on the ring. It's like fucking a three inch goddamn lever. Like like nobody could figure out this is a ring that has something secret hidden inside of it. No, no, that's not a secret rebellion ring. Okay, that's a fucking, you know, Cracker Jack box toy. Yeah, that was really dumb. And oh, my God, there's. So, okay, so we need to talk about Luke Skywalker in this because that was the big thing at the end of The Force Awakens when Ray gets to the planet and he, she goes to hand Luke the, the lightsaber and he, well, we find out what happens immediately after that. He, like, just, like, throws it over his shoulder and, like, sulks and shit. I mean, he, he became a crotchety old man, I mean. Yeah, but in th- that, that's the thing, like, this is why this movie should have never been made and why none of these sequels should have had... If they were going to make them, my opinion, they should have made them in the far distant future where all the characters are done, are gone. Because or, or they could have, like, not exactly followed, but taken, like, the expanded universe stuff and kind of followed that. I, I, I think that their I, story I was mostly, not like... following that to try and make something new or something different. But it's just, it, it is something that has been established for well, so long. Well, it was never officially considered canon, but the whole thing is, like, my point is they should have done, they should have just gone to, the, if they were going to make something further in the Star Wars universe to expand the mythos, they should have just gone past when Leia, Luke, and Han are dead, because all they can do is ruin their characters. They did that with Han Solo, where they decided to make him a smuggler again, because I can't cope with the fact that my son turned to the dark side, even though, you know, I got all this character development in the original trilogy, and, you know, let's ruin my character by giving him a shitty death scene. And they did the same thing with Luke Skywalker. He he trained, I guess, a few promising Jedi and then decided to, I don't know, kill his un- his nephew because he sent some a bit of dark side in him. But, like, I guess it was an impulse. And, like, then... So then, obviously, Kylo turns to the dark side, but... He just kind of lets it go and lets his sister fight the the first order, and just stays on this planet with the um the where the Jedi Order was formed for some reason, isolating himself. That that that's not fucking Luke Skywalker. This is a guy who, when his father, when he was fighting his father, who was pretty much the embodiment of darkness, never gave up on him, and eventually like. Like Darth Vader, his dad, like saw the like um, turned to the light again and 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 um, saved his life. This is not a guy who just turned his back on. Oh well, my my nephew turned to the dark side. I guess I'm gonna chill on this planet. No, fuck that. That's that's dumb. That's not Luke Skywalker. Like I don't care what anyone says. If they say otherwise, they're wrong. See, I don't I don't have a problem with them making him like a crotchety old man. Yeah, but don't make but, him a pussy and be yeah, like, I'm gonna sit out of the rebellion like, and like. Like his mannerisms and stuff are just all wrong and they're yeah. all different. And people are like, oh well, you know, whenever. 
whenever the empire was formed, Yoda went into hiding. And, and he just did Because he couldn't do, do shit about and, it. Like, and Obi-Wan an old... Kenobi went into hiding. And that's, that's just what the Jedi do when, it, when things get tough. They just they go into hiding. But they had a reason for it. They knew they were going to train Luke and all that stuff. Whereas Luke was just kind of, you know, I'm sitting out of this. You know, I, I, I'm, too, I'm so struck with grief of returning my nephew to the dark side that I'm not going to do anything and let my, my sister, her son, um, do, I mean, um, put, whose son I turned to the dark side, deal with it. Like, fuck you. It's not what Luke Skywalker would have done. And then, like, they just, they made him, like, do all this, like, slapstick kind of comedy stuff. Like, like, again, when he first got the the lightsaber and he just goes, like, "Eh," and, like, throws it behind him. Essentially him rejecting the the force. Did the director go, like, I know what this movie, this movie needs more Three Stooges. Like, like that's what it made me think of. It's like no, that's this this movie isn't supposed to have like funny bits. Like it's once okay for Star Wars to have some funny bits, but that was another thing with this movie. But like, not when it's like intentionally like this like straight up like this is comedy. It's not like some off off brand or some like dark comedic lines or something. No, this is like I put this in here literally to make you laugh. This movie had a lot of forced one-liners, too. Like, um, there's a lot of lines that you could tell were trying to be funny, but they didn't really follow from what was being said. Um, I know there's one line where Poe says about blowing stuff up, and, like, it didn't lead from the line before that. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're trying way too hard. Like, in the the original trilogy, there was the whole, like... um, when Leia tells Han that says to Han, I love you, he goes, I know. And it was a great line. It was perfect. But in this one, it's like they tried doing stuff like that, but they just didn't know how to write. I'm going back to Luke here. The fucking green milk monsters. Oh, my God. How about those poorly CGI'd bird things? Those things are disgusting. Oh, the porks. They were kind of uh, cute. No, they weren't. That's such so sh- shitty CGI. They didn't look natural at all. See, they were kind of cute, but it was just one of those things like... I thought they were creepy. Okay, that was like them, Uncanny valley Show them once... And that's it. Like, they didn't need to become, like, Chewbacca's best friend. And you didn't need to have, like, the whole, like, Chewbacca goes to eat one that he roasted. And one comes up to him and goes, and he's like, and it's like, and he's like, and then, like, doesn't eat it. No, Chewbacca, eat the one that's fucking barking at you right now. Why? Show it who's boss, Chewbacca. So speaking of that, like, so Ray and Chewbacca show up to the planet and Luke goes, where is Han? Like you aren't you in like one with the entire universe? Shouldn't you know where they, he is? Oh, he, he cut himself yeah, off from the force. They cut himself off somehow, from the force. like cause you because you can turn it off. Yeah, or, because like, you know, a fucking the, force, light switch. the force isn't you know flowing through us and around us and you know in between us. You know, it's you can just turn it on. And, and off. what a dick thing to do! Like you know that people are dying and fighting for the rebellion, so I'm just going to turn away from that. Oh, and that leads to uh, another shitty part. So. So Ray, Ray goes, I need you to train me because even though I already know all this Force stuff, um, I need to. I, we need to convince the audience that I learned something so they don't call me a Mary Sue like they did the last time. And he goes, no, I'm not going to do that. Then he decides, oh, okay, I'm going to train you anyways, like 30 seconds later because, you know, he sees the whole... Oh, I'm going to train Obi-Wan you and tell you why the Jedi need to die forever. Yeah. So he, like, says, like, you know, look deep into, you know, 
the force and you can see the energy in between stuff. And then there's like a literal dark side. It's just a fucking, a it's a fucking hole in the ground. And that's the dark side of like, are you kidding me? Like that, that's, there's a literal dark and then, side. And then when she falls into it, he's like, you didn't even try to resist going to the dark side. And she's like, she didn't even know what the fuck it was about it. Like you didn't try to help me. You didn't try to stop me. Well, well you should have no Luke. No, fuck no. off. You like, she didn't know. It's an unknown unknown. Okay. Motherfucker. Like, like you're supposed to be teaching her. Like how, yeah. Don't don't feel sorry for yourself. It wasn't the whole point of like you going into exile was because you realized you screwed up when you tried to kill your nephew who you sensed some darkness in and you now regretted it. So isn't like jumping on jumping at her for like, I don't know, falling to the pit of darkness in the force thing, like kind of just hypocritical. I don't know, it made him a he made him a huge dick. Yeah. Uh, also, Ray got no more character development in no, this. No, no. Ne- neither did Finn. Nor did yep. nor did Poe. And this this movie still leaves me wondering, and it, it still makes me just want to see like like the character I want to see this focused around is Poe. Like he's the only one that actually seems like kind of sort of yeah. rational. Poe. Well, that was another thing. So after the battle where they destroy the one star star destroyer thing. Um, Leia is all pissed at Poe because he didn't listen to her when he she said, turn back because it's not worth it to lose all these people, even though you're already out there and, you know, you did succeed in your mission. Where I kind of get it. She did tell him not to do that. But at the same point, I kind of think it was the best decision because, you know, they were probably going to get blown up anyways. So she demotes him. And then um, her replacement, that purple haired woman, um, who was never seen in any other films, like is like all, all Poe says is like, okay, do we have a plan of action? You know, we really need to know. And she has to like show him up and say like, well, you can't be trusted because you're, you don't listen to rules. So I'm not going to tell you anything. Thus leading him to come up with his own convoluted plan where Finn and Rose go into that casino planet and then fuck up and accomplish nothing. But then it turned out that the plan they had, that they wouldn't tell Poe was to ram their ship into the other ship and, while everybody escapes, except that got more people well, killed. That, that wasn't actually, like, the original plan wasn't for her to ram the ship. What, it was, it was to distract them. It was to them. distract them. Well, that's what it ultimately it, it, ended up Then it took, like, half of the, half of the, uh, the rebellion being destroyed for her to think, oh, wait, I can just, you know, ram them with this ship. Because it never occurred to them, huh, maybe, you know, all those escape pods are actually, you know, have people in them, and the ship's there to distract them. Huh? No, the First Order will never think of that, yeah. but then they did. Well, they only thought of it because Benicio Del Toro told them. Yeah, but it, it was still something that, like, could have easily been um. I'm, I'm not quite been sure, thought but, of. I mean, they are led by, you know, Emo Ren and uh, Professor Snape. I mean, I mean, Snoke. Well, not anymore, because Snoke, who... They build up in the in um the Force Awakens as you know this big bad guy you know he's gonna be the he's gonna be the big villain you know he's the emperor you know what's his backstory and then they kill him and we'll never know who and the fuck like, was he even like I in this know. movie like like they keep building him up until like ten seconds before he actually like dies yeah it was really dumb 
Like, why bother even having him? They could have just I had... I am one with the force. I know what is going to happen. I can read my, you know, emo's mind. I know that he is going to strike down his true enemy and this and that. I know and, he's going to cry in the corner and words. To and then, oh, wait, I just got cut in half. Like... Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but... I- I kind of emo, emo Ren is not a formidable this villain. Is, this is why I call him Darth Crybaby because he's just so whiny and just worthless. And I kind of like. I guess the theme was turning back from basically rejecting the past and you know if looking you toward turn the future. Back time. Well, this is this is this isn't even turning back time. This is rejecting everything from the past. It's kind of like a slap in the face to what Star Wars is. I mean, Luke was trained by Obi Wan. He was trained by uh, Yoda, and he 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 learned from people from the past, from Jedi from the past. So it was like a legacy that was that he kept alive. In this one, they're like, nah, fuck it. Everything from the past is dumb. The Force is dumb. The Jedi Order is dumb. The um, Empire is dumb. So we're just gonna we're just gonna shit all over it and start over. All I, start over. I, but then I, the story is so confused that they're not even sure what they're doing. And that they, so they just have Ghost Yoda show up and yeah. cast Thundaga on the fucking Jedi. Oh my god. I'm gonna. Luke's all like. Sad when Ray leaves. He goes, "I'm gonna burn. I'm gonna like fucking burn the um, Jedi books on fire." And Yoda's like, "No, I, I'm gonna do it first. <laughs> Just like Ghost Yoda shows up, and he's like, "Okay, do it." And Luke's like, "I will. I'll do it. I'm gonna do it. Do it, boys. You do it." And, and Yoda's like. Do it, you will not. And he's like, he's like, I will, I will. And Yoda just like wags his finger, and fucking lightning strikes the tree. Like, what, the, what the what the fuck is that? Since when? Since when can Jedi summon lightning from the sky? I guess when they're ghosts. I feel like yeah, Yoda was basically just trolling Luke. He goes, ah, I blew it up first. But yeah, that was the whole thing was just a mess. And then, but uh, I mean, go, going back to I mean, we we started talking about Snoke. So uh, Snoke claims to be the one to have set the mind link in place for the the mind link between Ray and Emo Ren throughout the movie, which I don't really get. Which was really stupid. Yeah, and like just. Like and, yeah, and a, li- a little bit backstory like, on that. Ray and Ray and Kylo were communicating telepathically through the Force throughout the whole movie um, for reasons. Because I guess she was trying was to convenient convince. to the plot. Yeah, she, it I was guess, for them to fall in love, Paul. Yeah, it was like they decided that that they were going to ship Kylo and Ray together instead of uh, Ray and Finn because they found Rose, and you know they 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 decided to ship those two together. Like I just it. it it was so forced. <laughs> Force. <laughs> I know you're not was, really evil, even though I watched you kill your father and I know nothing about you, but... It was It was just, like, such... Like, like the Finn and Rose thing, like, it was just so forced. Well, they're they both put forced these, characters. They put these characters together, and they're like, oh, yeah, they have feelings for each other because, you know, Han and Leia... I guess you know, but that 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 just I gotta mention. Uh, it's a little later in the film, but so Rose like kind of died, except not really at the end because 
Finn's about to do something something brave and smart. He's about to smash his ship into this laser. I mean, he was just and, trying to reenact Independence Day. Well, of course. and Which was that, a far yeah. better movie. Oh, by far. But he's about to smash his ship into this uh, giant laser that's going to destroy this door where the re- Rebellion uh, members are hiding behind, behind while they're being shielded by. And Rose decides to smash her ship into his to save his life. Which one could have easily gotten both of them killed, but I guess she starts to die, except they show Finn with her later, so I guess she wasn't dead. But she says, that's not how we do things. We're not going to dis- defeat them with hate. We're going to defeat them by with save- love. By saving the ones we love. But that was stupid, because that's what Finn was doing. So you essentially nearly got everybody killed. Except, like, and he would have gotten everybody killed if Luke didn't show up in this weird Deus Ex Machina, which... Astral projection. Yeah, he astral projected himself, which I guess he can do. Oh, Luke Skywalker, the new Doctor Strange. Yeah, but the whole thing is like, okay, great, you saved everybody. Now I can't wait to get, like, murdered by the First Order. Like, what were you hoping to accomplish? Like... That that was that was really dumb. I mean that I, I actually I would have been, I would have been quite sad. Like I wouldn't have been sad that Finn died because no. I absolutely know nothing at least, about the character. At least you would have gotten no some like um, But I would have been like I can I can respect that. Like yeah. uh, I would have I would have been like that's that's I am completely fine with that death of Finn. Yeah, Finn was like going to become more than just comic relief and saying that he was the janitor at one point and oh Phasma was back for some reason. Speaking of Phasma being back and Finn, so, you know, one of the plot points of The Last Jedi, or not The Last Jedi, The uh, the Force Awakens was Finn can't fight for shit. And... I mean, he did fight a bunch of those stormtroopers with that... Um, well, I guess he used a lightsaber for a while. Yeah. So, you know, in this movie, you know, which takes place, like, directly after The Force Awakens, apparently... You know, Finn goes like toe to toe with some stormtroopers and with Captain Phasma, which makes absolutely no sense. Because and it makes no sense she's alive, anyways, because that explosion. Yeah. You know, she's got super silvery armor. Apparently, she she's, can. She's a woman. Yeah. So, you know. That, that was. <laughs> that made absolutely no sense. They just. They had to feature Phasma more because. Sell toys. Yeah. But it was just one of those, like. Like, it made no sense. Like, again, it was one of those places where Finn should have died. Like, he should have been killed off there. Yeah, that was... Like, why bother having her? She was just going to well, get I'm beaten. Su- I'm like, sure she'll show up in the next easily movie. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. It's because they showed her, her um, helmet broken. And so I don't... And, I think and her was, falling into a ball of flames. Yeah. She's like, she's like this, this uh, trilogy's Boba Fett. Like, oh, she's so cool. Why? Nope. Because look at her armor. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything except stand here and then get killed. But like, you know. I I, there are so many people that love Boba Fett, and they're like, why? Boba well, Fett had a lot of so potential. Cool. Like, yeah, he had a lot of potential, but he was featured for like a whole 37 seconds between two movies. Yeah, and he got killed pretty easily and had like that he, weird scream. He didn't. He did not die. Okay, he he got out of that, but then he got eaten again in like a comic or one of the books or something like that by Ooh. the same um Sarlacc pit. Well, maybe, but you know, they're, Disney's making a whole Boba Fett movie now. Actually, oh, they, they need to after stop after he escapes the Sarlacc pit. They, they need to stop. They, yeah, they need to fucking they're, stop. They're, make, they're making a Boba Fett movie. They're making an Obi Wan movie, and they're making a uh, a Yoda movie. 
Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> None of which should be made. Um, I don't think we need to know more about these characters. Everything that we needed to know was shown in the movies, so everything is just trivia, so that people say, oh, well, you know, that. now we know this factor about their childhood that we well, didn't and, need and to you know. know if, if you want to know more about them, they've already made... The Clone Wars TV show, which is canon, which actually does give you a fair bit of character development for them to show you how they got from the Clone Wars to where they are in, you know, modern times. But there's no point the to it because they you don't really need to know more about them in order to care about the characters. I mean, everything else just seems like trivia. I mean, you know that they were older Jedi that they had that they that they fought in certain wars and that. Wars and that they were now teaching um, uh, Luke. And really, what, what more do you need to know? What more what, would knowing uh, the exact fight that they had or how cool they swung a lightsaber going to add to the character? Nothing. There's just no reason to continue their story, in my opinion. Like, that, it goes for the prequels, the sequels, and all this stuff that, like, continues with the same, at least some of the same characters. Like, I don't care about that. And I don't think anyone else really should either. It it can be interesting and it can be entertaining, interesting, but like I, I could read like a fucking be, trivia book. But it has to be done well, which that's that's the big problem with the prequel trilogy and the new trilogy is it's not done well. Well, here's the thing. I made a video not long ago. Um, you can check it out on my YouTube page, B Movie Paul. But that said, Star Wars should have remained a trilogy. And the reason why is because the story had a beginning, had a middle, had an end. And there was nothing more to add by learning more about the past or by seeing what happened to these characters later. I mean, what what more did you what did knowing about Darth Vader being a little child or anything add to him? Nothing. What did um, knowing about how the empire, how the Republic became an empire, uh, that whole process uh, add? Nothing. Nothing was added by the prequels, and all they could do in the sequels, if they were going to have Luke, Leia, and Han in it was basically crap all over them. So you knew the movies weren't going to focus around them, so they were just going to have them be like, hey, these new characters are cool, and you guys should like them too, because, you know, we're you guys remember us, right? Bye, and they die, and they act in ways that they normally wouldn't end, because there's no reason for them to be there. There's no reason for them to do anything anymore. They should they should have been left to die with honor and be, and become part of legends in their universe. I don't see why we need to see them anymore. It all it was was just ruining the legacy that they had. And I think that was a shitty idea. I think it was a slap in the face to these characters. And fuck you, Disney. I just have to say that the, the origin story of Anakin Skywalker is very important because we have to find out that Arnold Schwarzenegger became Turbo Man, had to fight Sinbad on a roof, and this was all witnessed by little Annie and, you know, then, you know, uh, apparently, I guess, Sinbad finally killed Arnold Schwarzenegger because Annie got shipped off to Tatooine to be a slave. Hey, at least so, he got his action figure, you know? Yeah, which got taken away from Was him when he became Man? a slave. And that's why he turned to the dark side, because he lost his Turbo Man action figure. <laughs> it all makes sense. Anakin Skywalker, the slave, who still has time to make, like, C-3PO um, build um, a pod racer from scraps and all this other shit he shouldn't have time for. And, and it's one of those other things, too. The original trilogy, each movie is a complete story in and of itself. You can show somebody, you know, the last, Je or not the last Jedi, the Return of the Jedi, and it's like, okay, that's a full movie. 
You could show somebody The Empire Strikes Back without seeing the other two. Okay, that's a full movie. You could show somebody A New Hope. That's a full movie. They don't need to see any of the other movies to understand what's going on. And that was one of the big arguments that I heard going into The Last Jedi was, well, it's, it's the middle of the trilogy, so, you know, you, you have to take what happened beforehand, and it's, it's just setting up the last movie. Oh, you mean the and same I, exact argument everybody kept saying to me when The, when, the, um, the, Force, the Awakens. Force Awakens well, came it's out? It's the beginning of the trilogy. It's okay for this movie to suck up. because there's going to be more of them. Like, what kind of logic is that? Like, like and that's the thing, like... Nowhere, nowhere. And now I can. I just want to say now I can throw that back at everybody because no, none of those plot things, none of the um, plot holes or the bullshit that we that they gave us was resolved. In fact, they actively like sought not to resolve any of that or or to develop it at all. Or to all. just throw it in the fans' face and be like, oh yeah, you wanted to know what was going on with this? Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like we don't care what you think. Nothing matters. Oh my God, Paul, it's rubber all over again. <laughs> No reason. No reason. Why why is Snoke such an important character? No reason. <laughs> oh, did did Ray's parents matter? No. They that didn't. Was an, that why was... don't they matter? No reason. Yeah, that was another thing. So if, after everybody was wondering who Ray's parents were, it turns out they were nobodies. They were just um they're just losers on a planet that sold her for alcohol. Which I I mean, I don't. I guess the I, force is just random. I mean, I if, really... if if Ray was that as a bland of a child as she is an adult, I mean, I can I can understand why they would have sold her off. Into God, this kid's so boring. I need a beer. <laughs> like, you got money? You got any money? No, but you can take the kid. Uh, okay. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Like, nothing gets resolved in this movie. It, it leads to more questions, which you know at this point they're not going to answer, or even care. Like, who even cares about any of it? Like. And again, there was one way I thought that this movie could redeem itself, and that was uh, after what could have been a really cool scene, but was actually really stupid because I know exactly why they did it, and that was the uh, the fight scene after Snoke was murdered, where all of Snoke's uh, bodyguards used their different uh, kind of lightsaber blady things to fight Emo Ren and Rey, who somehow managed to overcome. These 12, like, elite guards. Power of Mary Sue compels you. <laughs> and, um, you know, all it was was to literally showcase the different types of lightsabers which are present in the expanded universe. Because, you know, when people saw Kilo Ren's uh, Claymore lightsaber, they are like, that's stupid. Why would he have that? So they were like, oh, we should show all the different kinds of lightsabers that they use throughout the universe that, you know, are just as ridiculous, like the lightsaber whip and the lightsaber daggers and, you know, the lightsaber spears. And, like, that was the whole reason for that scene was just to showcase the different types of lightsaber weapons that they had. And after that scene, I was like, okay, this movie can redeem itself right here. And that is if, if Emo Ren realizes that, y- you know what? I am. I'm needed, a dick. I am needed as a. I need force, to stop crying. Force and be a for real good. character. You know, uh, the light side. You know, you know, cast the darkness away, and he's like, Ray, help me in destroying. You know, uh, what, what are they called? The first Empire. Or, uh, the first, uh, order. first order. Help yeah. me in destroying the first order, and she's like, No, together we can rule 
the galaxy and we can make it a better place. And like Ray turned to the dark side and Emo Ren turned to the light well, side. Like that would have been I think that would have been kind of, I, I it would have really been an M. Night it would have just twist, been a switch of characters and it wouldn't really have resulted in much. What I thought would have been would have been interesting if she's like, yeah, sure, let's let's rule the universe and then like it just ends. It's like the whole, they 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 uh, take over the first order and just annihilate everybody and let's, like let's let's talk about the totally not battle of Hoth. Oh my god! When they end up on the um, what is it? The salt planet? Yeah, because they didn't want to say because they um, it snow. snow. God, that was so dumb. Like, and they've got those weird like um crystal uh, dogs or whatever the crystal foxes, the crystal foxes that were just there because they looked cool and to lead them to. Get out of the cave Hey guys It's CGI Oh boy More of what we need in this But yeah That's the battle Where Finn Sacrifices himself But then doesn't Because Rose fucks it up And pretty much Dooms them all Except That Luke Skywalker Shows up out of nowhere To stand up To the To the first order And all their machines And again Forced joke Luke Skywalker Who hasn't seen You know His sister You know General Leia Organa, since, you know, he drove her son to, you know, go to the dark side and murder his father and stuff. He's like, she's like, oh, you know, it's been a long time. He's like, yeah, I noticed something. And she's like, oh, yes, I got my hair cut. Or he, yeah, he, I, my he, hair's different. He's like, oh, you look different. She's like, yeah, my hair's different. Ha ha ha. How about, you know, I'm sorry your husband slash my best friend died. I'm sorry that I screwed everything up and turned your son to the dark side because I'm a shitty teacher and a crybaby apparently who hides on planets instead of fighting rebellions. And ah, that was so dumb. But then, yeah, he's face-to-face with, like, all these ships and everything. And, yeah, they, they all start firing at him, and he just brushes it, brushes it off like it's nothing. And I'm like, wow, that was actually pretty cool, you know. Like, he's he really is like the the best a Jedi, Jedi ever. master. Yeah, except then that's undermined because it turned out he was just astral projecting the whole time, which somehow killed him also. So yeah, that was that was dumb. That was really really stupid. Yeah, and and yeah. So end end of Luke Skywalker. Yay. Yeah, another character oh, and whose legacy they ruined. And apparently because, you know, Rey trained with Luke for a whole, like, 20 minutes, she's now a Master Jedi. Well, she was already a Master Jedi. I mean, she beat, like... Which, one, of the, one of the things I, I did like in this movie was when Snoke was um, chastising um, Kylo um, Ren or Darth Crybaby, whatever, about the fact that he lost a lightsaber battle to Rey. And I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone else is thinking. It's like, oh, but he was injured, hoopty dare. I'm like, she's never fought with a, with one before, and she still he still managed to beat Finn. So there's no frick, fucking way she should have been able to beat him. Yeah, it wasn't that. In, I mean, yeah, he got shot. He, he got shot like in like the I don't know the it, abdomen. Yeah, the abdomen. But I mean, he's Listen, got he's, force he's power. He seemed to be okay. Heal. Yeah, it was it was dumb. There's no reason for that. Like. Because just training with a fucking bow is not the same as training with a sword. Anyone you know, thinks when it Paul is, says a bow, he means a bow staff, people. You know, no, not like a bow and arrow. Yeah, I, I would have said bow and arrow. Like, well, a lot of people don't know the difference. Well, a lot of people are dumb. But anyways, um, yeah. Okay, well, what what was good about this film? Like, is Star Wars doomed for all of eternity? There, I, I there, think it there is. Was, there was no good, Paul. There was... I mean, I guess it, I guess it kind of... Some of the 
space battles kind of looked cool. The the action sequences, were, yeah, they, they were, were they were good. Yeah, but, it was well, it looked good. I mean, but um, that's not what Star Wars is supposed to be about. It's well, apparently to, be to a lot of the fans, driven. it is. Like, I mean, apparently to a lot of the fans, all they want to see is like a special, like super cool looking action. Not much of a plot. I mean, the reviews of this have been mixed, which I'm actually kind of happy about because when The Force Awakens came out, um, this is actually when I first started suspecting that Rotten Tomatoes was full of shit because it got in like a 99% or something like that. And this one got a very high praise from um, critics, but a really low, um, I think it got like a 56 from. Um, from um, the audience, and so people finally started saying, hey, maybe Rotten Tomatoes is not as accurate as we thought it was, because, you know, they just kind of take random scores through, through um, I think they just find them, like, from random, like, sites and things like that, or people will send in their, I forget how Rotten Tomatoes works, but, yeah, they, they favor certain um, movies, especially live-action Disney films, and I I'd, I'd kind of suspected that for a while, but this kind of proved the point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't think Star Wars... I mean, obviously, Star Wars is going to go on forever now. Because yeah, because they already Disney. green-lighted the, uh, the, the, uh, the next trilogy of the main storyline. They've already green-lighted episodes 10, 11, and 12. I mean, if they... Like I said, if they take place in a, in a very far future where they're not just fighting the, fighting the Empire... I'm sorry, First Order... Um, and all the other characters are gone, even though their legacies have already mostly been shot on. I, it can kind of work. I mean, the force is still a cool concept and there's still room for it to grow. I guess, I guess, I guess what we'll have to do is pretend that this trilogy didn't happen and just move on pretending that everything was okay until like whenever these, the next trilogy takes place. Because I, I honestly don't think it can be saved. I think it was a horrible mistake what they did, and overall, it was a complete fucking disaster. Like I, I, I got nothing good to say about it anymore. Well, to I me, mean, like other than yeah, the action sequences were pretty good. Like, but again, if I want to watch an action movie, I'm gonna watch an action movie. You know. If I want to watch a shitty action movie, I'm going to go watch The Expendables or The Expendables 2 or The Expendables 3. Why? Because I know. Why am I watching this movie? Because it's action-y. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, I want to watch an action movie. Let's pop in Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, the action in the end. Action has always been something Star Wars has always been well known for, but... I mean, it wasn't the whole thing. It Star wasn't Wars, the defining fact. Yeah, Star Wars was, like, was essentially the archetypal hero's journey story you've got the hero that goes that is basically a common individual a common guy who finds that he has a, a great destiny goes and follows that destiny and you know learns makes mistakes you know faces his, his own weaknesses and manages to overcome this evil force and you know it, it there's so many stories that follow that kind of pattern of storytelling that uh, Star Wars, ta- like, kind of taking that legacy is what really made it special. And this one just kind of, like, slapped it in the face. Like, um, there's in, uh, what was it? The, in Stephen King's The Dark Towers series, um, there's the, um, the this phrase that's constantly used that, used that says, um, you've forgotten the face of your father, which means, you've, you, you know, you've, forgot, you've, um, you've forgotten, like, your past and your history and stuff like that. 
well, this movie forgot the face of its father, forgot everything that Star Wars was, and just completely pushed it aside, pushed it aside. Everything that was that was important. Like I feel like every like moral and like like ethical thing worth fighting for in the original trilogy was just forgotten about. Like these the the um, rebellion doesn't really know what they're fighting for or against. They're just kind of making shit up. Like you know, we're fighting to free horses, and we're fighting because you know these guys are an homage to the Nazis. I, I guess I don't see what they're trying to do. They don't seem to have like a concrete like moral system that they're following. Yeah, and this is this is Paul and I like after we we saw the movie about a month ago. Like we're really toned down about it. We were a lot more verbal about it the last couple of weeks, which is why we kind of like we're like no, we we need to hold off a little bit and not just kind of like scream about it. Yeah, we we're um, we we're pretty enraged. But, but I just I just want to wrap it up and I want to talk about the ending real quick. Where they, the, the, Leia says, we have to rely on the children of the Force. And it literally goes back to uh, the child on the ca- uh, the casino planet that uh, Rose gave her fucking secret decoder ring to. Like, reaching for a broom, and the broom, you know, Force, you know, getting sucked into his hand. Like, oh, the children of the Force, they mean it literally. Oh, it was so clever when the Matrix did it in, like, a bunch of ways. I guess we can do it, too. One thing I don't get is, so, I know Luke and Darth Vader and Leia, they were Force-sensitive and they were able to use the Force, so, I mean, Rey being a literal nobody and being able to use it, like, can anybody use the Force? Like, I, I, I mean, I guess they've kind of always said that they could, well, I mean, but, like, if she you had, needed a lot of training. And, if she had enough midichlorians in her blood, I'm sure she God. could be with the Force. I guess they're trying to, like, retcon that as hard as they possibly can. But, yeah, I don't understand. Like, so you can just, any, so the Force is just kind of a thing that anybody can utilize if they feel like it. I mean, that's what I, that's the impression I got from Ray, that's for sure. But, I, I don't know, I feel like it's just kind of, like, it kind of cheapens it a bit. It's no longer the hero's journey. It's like, you know, the people's rebellion. And I don't know, I guess it's kind of an interesting idea, but I don't know, it doesn't have the same impact as the original did, I guess. This is like the communist version of uh, Star Wars, you know, the, the, people's, the people's democratic republic of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 would, I would not recommend The Last Jedi at all. Like, even like... Like the Force Awakens, as bad of a movie as that was, I at least and it was bad. I at least found it entertaining. I didn't. Um, this one, I literally sat through with a scowl on my face because I was like, "Okay, we we've we've now literally sat through five hours of Finn, Ray, Poe, and Emo Ren's story, and we don't know anything more about them than that after than the first five minutes after they were introduced." Like, in five hours, we have had zero character development. Because development is the change of the character through the story. Like, we have had zero character development. Like, if something changes in them, it does that. It just literally just changes on a dime. Like, like fucking Finn in this movie. I'm just going to go away in one of these escape pods. Oh, you got tasered. 
oh no, I, I think we should help the rebellion. Like, that's not character fucking development, guys. It was also like, a it kind of retconned the character development he did get, because it... At the end of the fir- of um, the Force Awakens, he says, "You know, I'm going to fight for the for the um, rebellion instead of running away." But then, first thing that happens, he's running away. It's like, wh- why bother doing it? You're pulling another Han Solo, except with a character that nobody really cares about. I mean, and when you think about it, like I actually did see like some poll online somewhere because you know you can trust those things. Oh, totally. But like, uh, the, the characters from the Force Awakens. Rank lower in popularity than Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> like, you when, know, I when, don't. I when d- your main characters are less popular than Jar Jar Binks, I think you have a problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely question the authenticity of that. And I, I, I'm going to, I, I kind of have a feeling it was done by like three people. But yeah, that, that is still pretty bad. I mean, I kind of want to believe it's true, even though I, I hate Jar Jar, but at least. At least, like... They learned from their mistake yeah, with him. and they kind of got rid of him, whereas they're not getting rid of these guys anytime soon. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I, we, we, we still haven't given any drinking games for Shockwaves, but uh, we're just going to go with Aura because it's Zombie Nazi Month. And remember, friends, drink responsibly. Because it's Zombie Nazi Month... Every time you see a swastika, take a drink, and that's the only one I'm given for this. Otherwise, just fucking drink the whole time. What are some drink games you can give for um for the Last Jedi? Too many. Yeah, just, just well, be, no, no, no. Before, let's go. Let's go up with stuff. Before so. you start the movie, chug a bottle of moonshine. Yeah, but well, this this could be fun. Like, all right, every time, every time there's a lightsaber fight, take a drink. Um, every time Rose inexplicably is attracted to Finn, take a drink. Every time Luke Skywalker snarls and is an angry old man, take a drink. Every time there's a bit of slapstick comedy, take a drink. Every time a conflict can be completely avoided if the characters actually communicate or use common sense, take a drink. Every time Benicio Del Toro stutters, take a drink. Every time something blows up, take a drink. And every time Kilo Ren is emo, take a drink. And that'll be our drinking games for that. And remember, um, friends, drink responsibly. Yeah. So, you know, we've we've reviewed, technically reviewed two movies this month so far. Uh, let's rank them. In the number two position for me, Shockwaves from 1977, because um, it's been like an hour since we watched it, and I can't remember a goddamn thing. Uh, and number one, uh, uh, Red Snow. Or Dead Snow. Dead Snow, sorry. yeah. All right, number number three for me was Star Wars Episode Eight. Number two was Letter Shock Shock Zombie, whatever the fuck it was called. Shockwaves. Whatever I, the the shitty one that we watched uh, earlier today. And number one was Dead Snow, which was actually really good. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. So uh, next week, as we continue uh, trudging through the uh, the Fourth Reich of Zombie Nazi Month. We will be taking uh, a, a journey into the uh, the African desert, looking for some uh, from some, some Nazi gold um, in the nineteen eighty three ah fuck nineteen eighty one film Oasis of the Zombies. Oh boy! So uh, perhaps it'll be different than Shockwaves. I mean, I'm sure it'll be better than the Last Jedi. 
So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah. 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 Yeah.